Turn with me, if you will, to John 9, 1 through 41, and hunker down for this long reading today. As he walked along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind so that God's works might be revealed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming and no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made mud with the saliva and spread the mud on the man's eyes, saying to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. Then he went and washed and came back able to see. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar began to ask, Is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some were saying, It is he. Others were saying, No, but it's someone like him. He kept saying, I'm the man. I'm the man. But they kept asking him, Then how were your eyes opened? He answered, The man called Jesus made mud, spread it on my eyes, and said to me, Go to Siloam and wash. And then I washed and received my sight. They said to him, Where is he? He said, I do not know. They brought the Pharisees to the man who had formerly been blind. Now it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. Then the Pharisees also began to ask him how he had received his sight. He said to them, he put mud on my eyes, then I washed, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, this is not, this man is not from God, for he does not observe the Sabbath. But others said, how can a man who is a sinner perform such signs? And they were divided. So they said again to the blind man, what do you say about him? It was your eyes that were opened. He said, he's a prophet. The Jews did not believe that he had been blind and received his sight until they called the parents of the man who had received his sight and asked them, is this your son who you say say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered, We know that he is our son and that he was born blind, but we do not know how it is that now he sees, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him. He is of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that anyone who confessed Jesus to be the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. Therefore, his parents said, He is of age. Ask him. So for the second time, they called the man who had been blind and they said to him, Give glory to God. We know this man is a sinner. He answered, I do not know whether he is a sinner. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. They said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I have told you already and you will not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? Then they reviled him, saying, you are, you are his disciples, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. The man answered, here is an, an astonishing thing. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. 
We know that God does not listen to sinners, but He does listen to the one who worships Him and obeys His will. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, you were born entirely in sins, and are you trying to teach us? And they drove him out. Jesus heard that they had driven him out, and when he found him, he said, do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, and who is he, sir? Tell me so that I may believe in him. Jesus said to him, you have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshiped him. Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment so that those who do not see may see and those who do see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard this and said to him, Surely we are not blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would not have sin. But now that you say we see, your sin remains. May God add a blessing to this reading of the text and cause it to be the inspired word for us today. What did you do? Why are you blind? What did your parents do that you were born blind? Why does God loathe you so that you were born blind? What's wrong with you? What did you do? You must have done something to upset God to be born this way. I am sure these are some of the things this man grew up hearing over and over again. And I'm sure in his heart of hearts he wanted to say, how the hell should I know? I was born blind. End of information. But more likely he just hung his head and slinked off into obscurity. And I'm sure day after day he prayed and begged for understanding. Why is this happening to me? I'm sure he asked the same question. What did I do? I must have done something to upset you, God. My parents must have done something. Is God just cruel and mean? Now as an adult, when his parents had satisfied their parental obligations, he sat and he begged day after day, please help me, I'm blind. Just a few denarii, please help me. Person after person passed him by. Some moving across the street to avoid the confrontation. Others whisking by pretending that He doesn't exist. That He isn't even human. The really religious folks spit on the ground and go wash their hands before going too far, lest the sin come off on them somehow. Maybe one out of 50 throws a coin at him. Frankly, everyone is poor. Doesn't really have much to spare. Day after day, week after week, year after year, hopeless, lost, alone, 
scared, blind. Now, all of a sudden, he can see. Jesus' disciples come along again. No one's talking to him. Not even acknowledging that he's standing there, this fellow, asking, why is this guy blind? Just like everybody else. Jesus. They're asking Jesus, not the blind man. Jesus, why is this guy blind? What happened? Did he sin or did his parents? Hello, I'm over here. Ask me, I know, you know. Then Jesus came, spit on the ground, a little gross, but effective. Spit on the ground, made some mud, put it in his eyes, touched him. He probably hadn't been touched, you know, blind people were unclean. Something was wrong with them. So people didn't touch him. This man probably hadn't been touched since he was a baby. Touched him. Said, go wash that stuff off your eyes <laughs> in the pool of Siloam. And he did it. He could see. He could see all of a sudden. Life is completely and utterly transformed into something else. A random encounter by a stranger and his whole life is renewed. Born again, if you will. Now, all of a sudden, he's the center of attention. What? What happened here? All of a sudden, everyone wants a piece of this guy. All of a sudden, everyone wants to talk to him. All of a sudden, he gets dragged into the, into the center of everything. Everyone wants a piece of the blind man. Everyone's interested in hearing what he has to say. And he's not playing this silly game. He can't. All he knows is that he was blind and now he sees. And as far as he's concerned, that's all that really matters anyway. No one believes it's him. This isn't that guy. Yes, it is. No, I don't. He looks too happy to be that guy. No one could imagine that this was the same fellow who used to beg Probably because they didn't recognize him anyway because they never looked at him. Oh sure, when he was blind, he was not worthy of acknowledging his humanity. Now, they don't want to acknowledge his wholeness by assuming that that couldn't be the same guy. They ask his parents, but of course, they would rather not get involved. They did their part. He was 18, he could move on. They had their own skin to worry about. So again, he tells them, I have told you. I have told you, but you do not listen. Then they get mad. They drive him out because he made a little smart aleck comment. I know how that goes. Everyone has failed this young man. Everyone has failed this young man. Society failed him because of a system that left this guy out on the margins fending for himself of course there were a lot of people out on the margins in first century palestine and not a lot has changed if you get out on the margins you see that we still often society has let a lot of people down but society let this guy down because there was no provision for the blind religion let this guy down because 
they did not allow, they did not leave room for the possibilities here. And it turned it around on him to make it his fault that he was born blind. So that they're under no obligation to care for him or acknowledge him. After all, God struck him with blindness for a reason. Who are we to interfere with the ways of God? We should just let him alone. God's punishing him for some reason. We shouldn't get in the middle of that. And even his parents failed him by leaving him to fend off the authorities all on his own. We know he's our son. We know he was blind. That's all we know. Christ alone did not fail. I want to say the disciples didn't really man up either, did they? Hey, who? what happened here, Jesus? Who sinned? Him or his parents? Are you guys not listening? Only Jesus came through. Christ alone did not fail him. Not because of the healing so much. You know, the healing here is really kind of superfluous. Not to the blind man, mind you, but it's really kind of incidental to the story, right? Uh, he almost heals him as, as a side note or a footnote to the entire story. Uh, you know, the disciples bring up a question and Jesus says, well, let's heal him and so I can make my point. And then goes on about his business. Guy doesn't even know who Jesus is. No, it's not because of that that Jesus came through in the end. But Jesus pulls him aside and asks, do you believe in the Son of Man? He doesn't know who this is. But Jesus says, you're looking at Him with those new eyes. You're looking at Him right now. And you're talking with Him and hearing what He has to say. Well, that's who you are. Everybody in the crowd, the religious elites want to know who Jesus is and where He came from and who gets to know. The blind man. Who gets to hear? The blind man. The blind beggar. Who gets to know the question on everybody's lips? He reveals who he is and why he's there. I've come to judge, not to condemn, or, or not to judge, but to open the eyes of the blind. That's why I'm here. There's a lot happening in this story. Not the least of which is he's angering the Pharisees, chapping them off again, as he always does. But at the end of the day, it's about seeing and hearing. I, I know the guy wasn't deaf, but did you pick up over and over again? You're not listening. And Jesus says to the blind man, you are hearing me now even as you're seeing me. So there's a lot of seeing and hearing going on here. The blind man saw and he heard and the Pharisees, the authorities, the religious elite were deaf and blind. The blind man opened himself up to the possibilities. The Pharisees got hung up on the packaging. The blind man was willing to follow Jesus. Go to the pool and wash your eyes. The Pharisees were determined to discredit him. 
The blind man stayed on the big picture. I once was blind, but now I see. That's all I need to know. The Pharisees focused on the minutiae. We know he is a sinner because he broke the Sabbath. He must be a sinner. Here is the message I'm hearing today. It may not apply to you, but you get to listen in on how, you know, my reflections. <laughs> and uh, I have the microphone, so there you go. Here's the message that is spoken to me today. Curtis, shut up and listen. Shut up and listen. Curtis, open your eyes and see. There is an entire glorious world out there. Stop focusing in on the minutiae the rules, the boxes, the parameters. Open your eyes. See the light that Jesus is bringing into the world. Open your your ears to hear the wonderful words of life coming from God. Open your heart know and believe that which God has revealed over and over again. I don't know if you're like me, but I'm pretty blessed, right? I'm pretty blessed. I mean, I've got some, I don't want to, I don't want to make the list because we'll be here all day, but if I were to, there's a long list of how God has blessed me and how God has given me so much to work with and how God has revealed so many glorious things and over and over and over and over again even when I'm too preoccupied with everything else over and over again I have experienced new life in Christ and yet I still find the capacity to turn a blind eye to all those things that God is talking to me about and turn a deaf ear to all the things that God is saying. And God is saying today, shut up! And listen. listen. I'm speaking. And you know the truth of it. Because you know how much God loves you. We've, we've all experienced it. We've all felt it. We've all known it at one time or another. And I know for me, so the world drowns it out so often. And I get blinded by all the problems that I see. You know, and they're all the same problems you have, right? We all have, it's not that, we're not that different. I mean, some of you are really different, but, you know, we're not all that different. We all have the same problems money, love, meaning, purpose, you know, good food. (laughs) We all have the same struggles. And obstacles. 
God says, don't get hung up on those things. Like Peter standing in the water looking at Christ. Like Peter who looks around and sees the waves and the wind and the rain and the, the big one coming out at him and starts to sink because he took his eyes off of Christ. Ye of little faith, Curtis. Ye of little faith. Shut up and listen. Open your eyes. Look at me. I'm going to show you. Go. And if you would stop trying to figure it out for yourself, or worse, try to paint the picture for yourself, try to make it happen, try to, like with a machete, try to make a path for yourself, if you would just be blind and let me show you the light, it will be a lot easier. That's what I hear Jesus saying to me today. Let's pray. Loving and gracious God, Jesus, light of the world, the One who speaks life into our hearts, help us to shut up and to open up our eyes and see what You have in store and to open our ears and hear what You have to say in the hope that we also may bring light and life into this world, in hope that we also may bring the works of God into this world, that we also may be God's glory, born to glorify God and the work of God in this world. May we dedicate ourselves and believe. We ask this in the name of Christ. Amen.